This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you making your writing visual. Now, I know I am an unlikely person to compare writing to painting. I've confessed in the past, but my imagination is far more conceptual than it is sensory. Um, Imagery is almost more of flavors in my mind than a movie played out, which I hear is more common. Who knew? To make up for this, I have Pinterest boards for my characters, my settings, their clothing. I should probably make one for meals. I do, to get these Pinterest boards, I do a Google image search uh, looking for actors or models. And I try to avoid non-public figures because I feel that they haven't volunteered to have their likenesses used in media and it feels a bit stalkery. Even thinking about tracking down pictures of a private person and using them. Uh, so, so I do the Google image search and I just keep looking until I see an actor or a setting that looks right to me. I might not be able to imagine it, but I know it when I see it. Like pornography, right? Because of my, my visual, lack of visual imagination, my writing sometimes can get sparse on description. Well, I mean, I describe the main character's mental state and physical reactions and their mental calculations and their emotions, but it's all very much internal to the main character's head and not so much around her. So to avoid my uh, plot happening in a dimensionless void, otherwise known as white room syndrome, I end up writing in layers. Fortunately for my dreams of becoming a writer who creates breathtaking worlds, even experienced writers have confessed to writing in layers. You start off with your draft looking clunky and sparse or over-detailed in the character's head, but the world is kind of empty, and then you despair of ever measuring up to those writers you love. But that's because, to quote Victoria Schwab, a finished book has, say, 30 coats of paint, but when you write, you can only put down a single layer of paint at a time. You can't even fathom how many coats of paint are in a finished product. You can only see the top one. It seems like one coat. That is the lie. She says each and every draft, every revision, every polish is a coat of paint. Focus on putting down one coat at a time. And she's right. Several months ago, I went to a paint bar with my cousin. If you are unfamiliar, it's a bar where you reserve a table and at the set time, a teacher leads you through creating your own version of the painting for that night. Sort of like watching Bob Ross, only they have all the materials ready for you and plenty of snacks and drinks to keep you going. So that painting I made all those months ago, well, the instructor showed us how to fuzz out the reds and the oranges and give a haze suggesting leaves. 
But when I tried, I just, I couldn't make myself do fuzzy leaves and I ended up doing individual ones and I just couldn't get the technique right. I found myself adding so much more detail on the leaves, but maybe not the grass, etc. <clears throat> now, neither way clearly is right, detailed versus non-detailed, but based on the depth of where it's supposed to be in the painting, the parts have to blend and meld and hold consistent. A painting where portions in the foreground are in crisp clarity and others still in the foreground are a fuzzy blend of colors when done without skill or plan kind of looks amateurish and unpolished. Not that I hate my painting, but I, I wish I could have done better. Luckily, this painting is not something I'm planning on selling. Plus, I only had three hours to get it right. With my writing, I get a lot more chances. Although with painting, who knew you can just slap more paint on top of anything you get wrong and try again. So let's bring this back to writing. I recently sent off my first chapter to my new mentor and I thought it was ready for prime time. But with her fresh eyes, she's shown me where some parts of my story aren't crisp. I can see where the colors aren't blended properly. Now, getting the balance between colors on a canvas is a lot like getting the balance between backstory and plot, detail and background. So I'm editing my manuscript again. I, I have to confess, I do worry that I won't be able to take all these lessons and attempts and turn them into a streamlined process. But the only way to find out if I'll be able to is to finish and then try again with a new manuscript. And I'm determined to create a world that even the most visual-minded reader will find entrancing. Are you a visual reader or writer? If so, what do you find yourself struggling to connect with in your reading? What do you find yourself having to go back after the fact to layer in? If not, here's a hug to all of us trying to fulfill the expectations of the visual reader. Let me know I'm not alone in the comments below. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.